0: Democrats are left scrambling after the Mueller report dropped. And there's news of no new indictments. Yeah. You can tell by the mood of CNN, MSNBC, that this is not good for the. Democratic Party in no way, shape, or form. I'm going to discuss that in a little bit. But first, I want to play this clip. This is from CNN. Just take a listen for yourself. First, just on our reporting, that there will be no
1: further indictments in the Mueller probe. That means, in the end, no member of the Trump campaign was charged with conspiring with the Russian government to influence the election. Do you accept that no member of the Trump team engaged in that kind of criminal conspiracy with Russia?
0: Well, I don't know. Uh, First of all, uh, we don't know what what indictments are forthcoming from uh, other investigations that have been spun out by the special prosecutor to the Southern District of New York or the Eastern District of Virginia. Right, but his main mission was
1: about Russia. You think he would, you think he, Mueller would, would
0: send that to other parts of the Justice Department? I don't know. Uh, That's one of the things we will have to see when we read the report. Now, a lot of liberals are trying to, they're trying to um, spin this and say, well, there were other things that came out and what about Cohen and, and what about the exposure? Listen, this was about Russia. Okay, You failed, or Mueller failed, to prove that there was a connection. Even though, in my heart of hearts, I believe there was a connection. Of course there was a connection. But you have to prove it. And that wasn't done. And because that wasn't done, Democrats are left looking stupid, with egg all over their face. And Republicans are tap dancing in the street, having a good old time. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you why I believe that this is bad for Democrats in the 2020 election. I'll be back in a moment. You're listening to The Victor Morrow Show. Welcome to The Victor Morrow Show. I'm your host, Victor Morrow. In a world full of lies, there's only one thing that remains true. That is the Victor Morrow show. Now keep in mind, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican, not a liberal or a conservative. So if I offended you, I meant to. (laughs) So the Mueller report is in, finally. The end of the Mueller Mueller probe. And uh, it turns out to be much to do about nothing. I say that because this is a situation where because there was so much put into it to get nothing from it, means that Trump, whether he's guilty or not, will definitely take this as a victory. Okay? And this is a situation that Democrats will definitely hold an L. They're going to hold this loss, and it's going to vindicate Trump And his supporters will feel vindicated for supporting him, regardless of whether he's guilty or not. Okay? Because it doesn't matter whether he's guilty. What matters is can you prove that he's guilty? And for this to have gone on for two years... And for them to have gotten nothing from it, it means that he's innocent in the eyes of his supporters. So I'm going to play this clip right quick and get some reaction from some people um, that got the news, the breaking news of the Mueller probe ending.
1: to uh, push for transparency and really take a look and read it and see what this means for the United States and what it means for the presidency as it exists now. They were using it as material to impeach President Trump. Now we can relax. President Trump can do his job without this hanging over his head, without it going to his his family was under investigation, and everyone who was around President Trump was under investigation. What was the specific factual statement that they were investigating?
0: I don't know it. The American people don't know it. It was Russian collusion. That's not a specific factual statement. He, so it was indeed a, a the true definition of a witch hunt, which is, Let's just see if anything's there.
1: Let's dig, let's dig up some dirt. I'm, I'm pretty happy with the fact that there was a special counsel appointed. They got, you know, Cohen, right? They got uh, Manafort, at least. I know there are a bunch of other people who they've, you know, indicted and, and gotten guilty pleas out of and, and gotten guilty verdicts out of. So it wasn't a witch hunt, right? Like, they, do, they got people doing bad things. Um, you know, it remains to be seen whether they have anything serious on Trump or not.
0: Yeah, see... Now, I'm going to tell you flat out that I don't believe they have anything, because if they did, if they really had something on Trump, I think it would have came out by now. So the Democrats are going to have to hold this L. Now, I'm going to read what I wrote in the Mueller report at themurlereport.com. This is what I wrote. After two years of investigations, the Mueller report turns out to be nothing, Republicans will definitely dance in the streets and pop champagne because Trump's been calling the whole thing a witch hunt from the beginning. Going beyond how Republicans feel, there should um, be some concern coming from the left. The Mueller report ends without any new indictments, and that means Trump and Trump Jr. are pretty much off the hook. It also means Trump supporters are now going to rally even more behind him the lack of evidence against Trump makes the Democrats look weak. This will add fuel to the fire and make Trump seem to be telling the truth when he called all of his rivals, uh, his rival news networks, CNN and NBC, or MSNBC, fake news, okay? Yes, it is all fake now. Even if it's true, and even if he did collude, No one has been able to prove it. This is a huge victory for Trump and the Republican Party. And it can really come back to haunt Democrats in the 2020 election. And that's what this is all about. The 2020 election. You see, this kind of loss could shift momentum in Trump's direction. Because when you're running up against a president that's in office and you're trying to take over, you have to be able to prove that he's not fit or doing a good enough job to be president. And so much was riding on the... Mueller report, and to walk away with nothing. That last person that spoke talked about Cohen, but no one, you know, no one cares about Cohen. This was about Trump and his family. For you to not be able to pull anything out of all of this investigation, Democrats may not want to admit it, but it's not looking good. What are you going to run on now? The economy? That's not going to work. He inherited a good economy. And the the bad thing is, is even those Republicans or conservatives that may have had doubts about Trump, that may have been leaning towards voting for a Democrat. What this does is it, again, it vindicates Trump. And it makes him look like he's right. And it makes the Democrats look like the bully. See, Trump is the bully. (laughs) But see what happens if you bully the bully so much, then you come across as the bully. Democrats, I don't think they realize how bad this is for them. I don't think they realize it. But I'm telling you right now, if there's nothing else that's going to come out of this report, and if this is all that they have on him, you'll never hit the end of this. Trump will remind you Every day that you tried to uh, dig up dirt on him and his family and you were unsuccessful. And what are you going to say to him? What are you going to say? You're lying. He's going to say, prove it. You had two years to prove it. All I heard was, wait till the Mueller report comes out. Wait till the Mueller report comes out. And I said, okay. Let's see what happens. So, because you weren't able to bring anything out, what this means for Democrats, they really have nothing to run on now. You're not going to get it with, oh, he uses foul language or, oh, he, he divides America. I'm going to unite America. That's not going to work. Trump supporters didn't vote for Trump because he's a good person. They voted for Trump because they believe that he's fighting against the deep state and the powers that be. You got to find a new angle. In my opinion, Democrats come out looking worse after the Mueller report than they did had they not done a report or a probe, a Mueller probe in the the first place. The fact that they did all this investigation and came away with nothing is the worst thing that could have happened to the Democratic Party going into 2020 elections. All right, Robert Kraft. I found it very strange that Robert Kraft has been charged with solicitation of a prostitute, and here's why. To be honest, Robert Kraft could have been uh, charged a very long time ago. I'm pretty sure the police had been looking into his actions, his things that he does and places he goes for a long time. Um, And to, just to be honest, uh, I know people are going to get all up in arms about uh human sex trafficking and and uh what you what you call them sex slaves or whatever i don't know if these women were sex slaves i don't know if they were voluntary prostitutes i don't know but the conspiracy side of it is what i'm dealing with here um the fact that they waited till now, it makes me think conspiracy. The reason why is because Robert Kraft has been very vocal as far as prison reform, reform is concerned. And whenever you have a rich man, wealthy, wealthy man, billionaire. Who becomes political. He is going to become. A target. Now. I'm not the only one that thinks that. Um, let me see if I can pull this up. This is from. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. This is from Esquire.com. Um, it says. It says. You're going to read a lot in the coming days and weeks about New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft, who was charged Friday with solicitation of a prostitute. Some of those reports may mention Kraft's vocal support of criminal justice reform, specifically his work with the Reform Alliance, an organization he founded in January with Meek Mill and Jay-Z and others. Um, whose name might be uh, linked to the charges against Kraft. Um, It says, The effect, intentionally or not, may unfairly discredit that organization and the work it's doing to free many people, often those of color, from a system um, that is broken. Okay, so I can definitely understand what uh, Esquire is. The, the, the Whoever wrote this, Nate Erickson of Esquire, he wrote this some time ago when it first happened. I definitely have to agree that this is definitely a political hot, button issue at the moment, prison reform, Um, especially on the Democratic side. Uh, I heard Van Jones speak, was it Van? Yeah, Van Jones spoke about how the Republicans have done a good job with prison reform, but it is neither here nor there. But that's a high button issue. And I just... But in my own uh, conspiracy, my own conspiracy world, excuse me, I got a notification coming in. In my own conspiracy world, um, I believe that this was a political hit, okay? Now, this is from The Reason, um, from The Reason.com. It says, Patriots owner. a... Robert Kraft's bus is being billed as a human trafficking bus, but it looks more like ordinary prostitution. Now, uh, it says Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, was charged today in Florida. Of course, this is some time ago. In Florida, as part of a massage parlor um, prostitution enforcement effort there. It says the 77-year-old NFL team owner, is one of more than 150 men accused of solicita- um, soliciting prostitutions. So, ah, I can't talk today. Mm. Says police say they've been investigating the spa he visited. Uh, it's called, what's it called? Orchids uh, of Asia Day Spa. They've been investigating since, listen now, October of 2018. He didn't get busted with this until February of 2019. So once again, what has changed since then? Well, what's changed is he he has become vocal about prison reform and his efforts to help Meek Mill who was put in jail by a black woman who wanted him to stay in jail for a very long time for uh, violating uh, his uh, probation because he popped a willy. You know, this is... This feels very much so like uh, the powers that be. And this is where you really get into the conspiracy side. The powers that be are trying to shut Robert Kraft down. Um, And this is nothing new. Rich men go to massage parlors and get happy endings all the time. I could give a damn. To be honest, and prison reform is way more important to me. Okay? The United States, this is what I mean. The United States can be so damn hypocritical when they want to be. For them to have investigated this since 2018, and you wait to goddamn February 2019 to do something about it, that means you didn't give a shit about it from the beginning. Because if you gave a shit about it from the beginning, you would have locked his ass up from the beginning. So what is it really about? What the fuck is it really about? That's all I'm saying. This is bullshit. I'll continue to read this article. It says, authorities are calling this a human trafficking operation with some media outlets invoking modern day slavery But so far, all signs suggest this is just an ordinary anti-prostitution effort. Um, Kraft was charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution, um, which is a misdemeanor. Um, The owner of the spa was charged with uh, deriving support from the proceeds of prostitution, keeping and frequenting a house of prostitution and uh, procuring for prostitution. Um, all these charges that can apply to prostitution business bosses, even when everyone involved consents. So, again, also the, um, the woman that owns this bar has been linked to Donald Trump. So, you know, just throwing it out there, but. I don't really give a shit about that either. I think, again, I just hate the fact that his efforts with prison reform are going to be tarnished, and that organization as a whole, as they said, could get a bad name and a bad rep just off of this, just because the man got a damn happy ending. Now, if they were sex slaves and, and... they're victims of human trafficking, and of course, that's an awful thing. But th- th- if these are just women that are earning some extra money, man, I could give a flying fuck about this dude getting a happy ending. All right, this is a crazy story just all around out of this damn world. Um, some of you may have heard of the anti-vaxxers. Right The people that are against vaccinations, especially vaccination of children. Um, a lot of conspiracy theories are uh built around this idea that vaccinations um, weaken the immune system and also that they cause cancer and other you know ailments, diseases so. I'm not a pro-vaxxer. I'm not a I'm not a person that will scream. This is me personally. I'm not a person that screams you need to go get vaccinated. And at the same time, I don't there's not enough research on my part um, because this isn't my expertise to say that anti-vaxxers are wrong. They could be right. There's possibly some links to um, vaccinations and certain ailments, diseases, and, you know, what have you. But this is going too far. This is going way too damn far. Um, This is a story that I got from uh, CNN, fake news, by the way, because Trump said it. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, all joking aside, uh, says, um, anti-vaxxers attack a grieving mother that lost her four-year-old son. Okay. <clears throat> her son died of the flu. And since then, she has received hateful messages on social media. Okay. Now, I personally, okay, I'm again, I'm not a pro-vaxxer um it says but the way these uh anti-vaxxers are treating this mother of a dead son is disgusting um some anti-vaxxers are um they're even making claims that she murdered her son you know they're going that far okay and um they're going on facebook and calling all kinds of names and it's, it's horrible because she already lost her son, so you can imagine what she's going through, the grief, and and it's her where her mental state is. I, you know, I don't have any kids, I can't even imagine what it'd be like to lose a child, but to to uh, attack this woman after she's already lost her child. Like, that shit is just amazing. And to me, it just shows how far gone people are. And um, because there's a lot of people that believe that everything that they read is fake news, um, if you don't agree with their politics, if you don't agree with their cause or their fight or whatever it is that they believe in or or marching for or protesting for, or against, um, they attack you. You know, people don't have compassion for people at all. Um, So I'm going to read this from CNN. It says, not long ago, a four-year-old boy died of the flu. His mother, under doctor's orders, watched his, um, his two little brothers like a hawk, terrified that Uh, They may get sick and die also. Grieving and frightened, just days after her son's death, she checked her Facebook page, hoping to read messages of comfort from family and friends. Instead, she found dozens of hateful comments. Uh, People wrote things such as You're a terrible mother. Uh, You killed your child. You deserved what happened to your son. Um. Someone else wrote, this is all fake. Your child doesn't exist. See? And this is what I, I say this all the time, man. All this conspiracy stuff is creating chaos. It's creating chaos. And it's really a catch-22 because a lot of the conspiracy things that you read, has some truth in it, cause it's always wherever there's smoke, there's fire. But these people take this stuff too far. I was trying to make that point with Tupac Hope's, this idiot that made a whole YouTube channel dedicating to try to say that Tupac's life isn't real, and that he didn't really exist, and um, also with Kanika Jenkins. You know, people were saying that that was staged. It wasn't real. And my thing is, look, believe what you want to believe, but have respect for people's family. You know, would you want somebody to do that to your child, to your son? So when I cursed Tupac Hoax out, people said I was wrong. Not everybody, but a lot of people felt like I was wrong. But you got to think, Tupac has family members. For you to make a channel like that, how you think they feel, you understand? And how do you think this poor woman here feels? Imagine losing your child to the flu, and you're already grieving. And then you go on Facebook, and you see people say, you're a terrible mother. You killed your child. You deserve what happened to your son. This is all fake. Your child doesn't exist. That's, that's just, I, I can't even put that into words. So anyway, it says that um, she closed her Facebook app. Um, a few days later, she received a text message from someone named um, Ron. And um, this guy's Ron, he says, expect more like this, Ron warned. Expect more. It's unbelievable. It says um I'm going to read more from the from the article here. It says the attacks were from those who oppose vaccination and this mother who lives in the Midwest doesn't want her name used for fear the attention would only encourage more messages says, uh, interviews with mothers who've lost children and um, with those who spy on anti-vaccination groups reveal a tactic employed by anti-vaxxers when a child dies. Members of the group sometimes encourage each other to go on that parent's Facebook page. The anti-vaxxers then post messages telling the parents they're lying and their child or uh, their children never existed or the, uh, or that the parent murdered them or that the vaccines killed their child or some combination of all of those and that part of the article is called not it says uh nothing is considered too cruel <clears throat> unbelievable man um let me get this last of how much time i got left okay i got about a minute this last little piece right here says um just days after their children died mother okay just days after their children died mothers say anti-vaxxers on social media called them whores the c word and baby killers um This is um this is horrific. This is horrific and it's disgusting. I don't care what race you are or who you are, where you live or what your upbringing is like. That that is just on another level of disrespectful, and um, I say it all the time, man, it's this kind of stuff right here that make you wonder about humanity, this kind of stuff right here, people have no respect and no remorse, man, none at all. Okay, real quick on the moral report, Nancy Pelosi is coming out against impeachment. Um, and I've been saying this for a while. Uh, matter of fact, Joe Biden uh, told them, told Democrats to hold back on impeachment some time ago. Um, I think impeachment. They ain't still running ads right now to impeach Trump. I'm talking about liberals. Some certain uh, Democrats online, if you um, click on certain videos, you'll see ads saying we need to impeach Trump. But I think Pelosi's right on this one. I think um, impeachment at this point is a waste of time. And the only thing that's going to end up happening, you're going to end up emboldening republicans even more because it's going to take a long time it's a long process and it's already 2019 if they were going to impeach trump that should have happened a long time ago they should have been um started with those proceedings so so just right quick i'm going to bring up this uh this clip right here uh some democrats are kind of upset with pelosi because um they wanna impeach this guy bad, but I think it's just not time for that. I think the Democrats, uh if I was a Democrat, I would be focusing more on this upcoming election. On I would I would focus more on 2020 and trying to figure out who to who would be best to go up against Trump as opposed to trying to impeach him. It's not gonna it's not gonna work. It's not gonna happen, and not unless you have something that could just completely destroy him unless you have some serious evidence. But um, I don't think that damn I think they may have it, but I don't think they'll be able to show and prove a lot of the uh, things that uh, Dems have been uh, accusing Trump of. I don't think they have enough evidence to do that. So I think Pelosi's right on this, but let me play this clip. This is Uh, the struggle within the Democratic Party to um, deal with the fact that Pelosi is completely against uh, impeaching Trump.
1: Democrats were forced to pick sides Tuesday about whether President Trump should remain in office. The debate was sparked after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she's against impeachment. Those comments now have some members of her own party contradicting her. CBS News Chief Congressional Correspondent Nancy Portis has the latest.
0: Do I agree with her? Yes, I do.
1: Democratic leaders I, fell in line with Speaker Pelosi today. He's not good. One day after she said this. I just don't believe in it. They wanted me to impeach President Bush for the Iraq war. I didn't believe in it then. I don't believe in it now. It divides the country. But not everyone got the memo. Progressives argue the president's hush money payments to porn star Stormy Daniels meet the definition of high crimes and
0: mis- No, see, first of all, that's not enough to impeach him. See, they, these people are reaching and paying off a porn star. I mean, I know is people going to say, oh, man, he needs a good. No, listen. That's not enough. You need evidence of treason at this point when it comes to Trump. And you have to prove it. Um, Trump has proven that he is not your typical president. Okay? He will shrug this stuff off and make Democrats look stupid. So for the sake of not looking stupid and not being embarrassed when you fail at impeaching him. Because, see, in Trump's world, Not being able to prove him guilty means he's innocent. Now, we all know common sense, just because a person is not proven guilty doesn't mean that they're innocent. But in his world, in his um, fan base, the people that follow him, failed impeachment is something that they're going to rub your nose in. They're going to laugh at you for that, for failing. Okay, so just don't go there
1: of impeachment on the table it's always an option for any president any administration and we're going to do our investigation president President trump Trump has always brushed off the notion i think it's very
0: hard to impeach somebody who's done a great job
1: and today republicans played played up the split between pelosi and some of her members i think she's dealing with reality which is she's not in control of her caucus even pelosi's senate counterpart said he wants to keep his options open we have to see what the Mueller report says, I think, before making
0: any conclusion. Nancy cortez joins me now from Capitol. I, I think that um Pelosi is just ahead of the ball. I think she understands uh, this situation doesn't bode well for Dems. I think she knows exactly what she's doing, what she's saying. And anybody that's against it is just not quite understanding the situation. It's too late in the ball game. Focus on 2020. Um you don't want to make it look like all you're doing is just attacking this guy for no reason. Cause he's already uh coined the phrase fake news and by attacking them, you can make those who are on the fence that are kind of like independents feel as though he's right. Like your only thing you're doing is attacking them for no reason, especially if you fail. Oh, hell. So
1: Nancy, what would be the political risks of bringing impeachment to the table? Well, there are a couple of big ones for Democrats, Elaine. First of all, uh, you've got a lot more moderate Democrats from swing districts in the House now than you did even uh, six months ago. Uh, They won big in the last election. Uh, But those wins, they know, can be uh, temporary. Uh, They could turn off Voters in these swing districts, the moderate voters, the uh, Republican voters that they need to win in those districts, if they're seen
0: as focusing too heavily on impeachment, a very... That's what I just said. ...political
1: act. And so that's why you have so many Democrats from leadership on down who have been saying repeatedly that they don't want to really think about impeachment right now. It doesn't mean that they... Uh, Don't think that the president committed some impeachable acts. They just don't think that
0: the timing is right politically to pursue impeachment beyond that. Trying to pursue impeachment right now for Democrats is like committing political suicide for the whole party. Again, it's not about right or wrong. It's not about truth versus uh, fiction. It's not even about that. It's about timing. Bad. Bad timing so pelosi is ahead on this one i have to agree with her Uh, they know that any effort to impeach the president at
1: least given the political contours as we know them right now would be futile because uh, any impeachment vote in the Senate, without Republican buy-in, and right now there is no Republican buy-in, would be doomed to fail. So they say, why bring it up? Why talk about it when we cannot uh, make good on it anyway? Well, in the meantime, of course, last week, the House Judiciary Committee requested documents from 81 individuals and entities tied to the president. How could Speaker Pelosi's comments, comments impact Democrats' current investigations. Those investigations continue to go forward, not just in the Judiciary Committee, but in several House committees. In fact, those investigations are just ramping up. What
0: the uh, leaders... Now, listen. listen. I'm going to say this with one minute left. The best option, keep him in office. I'm picking Biden if I was going to have anybody run up against him. If Biden beats him, um, they can continue their investigation into whatever it is, whatever illegal activities he's done. Because once he leaves office, it doesn't stop there. The United States government is going to continue to investigate him. I said it before, I'll say it again. The worst thing that ever happened to Trump was being elected president. Worst thing that ever happened to him. Okay. Because the president is scrutinized more than any individual in the United States. So with that, I'm gonna say this is the moral report. Till next time. So QAnon is back in the news. Every time QAnon is in the news, the Victor Morrow show will talk about it. Because I am fascinated with QAnon and their bullshit. I think it's hilarious. I think it cracks me the hell up. Um, They are just unbelievable. And they've been wrong so many times. But yet they continue to push their propaganda. They continue to push their lies. They continue to push uh, their deceit. And they continue for some reason to get people to believe their bullshit. And I am just floored sometimes by the stupid shit that gets posted by QAnon and the fact that people actually believe it. So <laughs> I wrote down some notes. And um, just to bring you all up to speed, a lot of you've heard this already because I talk about QAnon so much. But let me, um, for those who don't know what QAnon is, let me you know bring you up a little bit. Um, South Carolina state lawmaker, state representative Lynn Bennett, a Republican is promoting QAnon, the wacky right-wing conspiracy group that told us that by December the 5th, President Donald Trump would lock up former President Barack Obama and former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. But QAnon did not stop there. QAnon also claims that George Soros is dead and some QAnon theorists believe Hillary Clinton is in jail. Oh, no, you heard me. You heard me. I put that in my notes for a reason. Some QAnon theorists believe Hillary Clinton is actually in jail, but they believe that the media is keeping it covered up. I wish I was joking, but it's not a joke. So now let's go to the Hill. <laughs> this is from the Hill. Uh, the Hill.com. It says, uh, a sac- uh, excuse me, excuse me. A South Carolina state lawmaker has promoted the QAnon conspiracy theory online. The Daily Beast reported Thursday. Now, This state representative, let me stop from the article. This South Carolina state representative uh, is promoting the same group that I just got finished telling you believes that Hillary Clinton is in jail and also gave the false prophecy that Donald Trump would lock up Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton by December the 5th. Now, some people may say, but Mauro, why do you keep on bringing it up? Why do you keep on constantly reminding us about the failed December the 5th prophecy of QAnon? The reason why is because what QAnon does, and and it's very effective. Not only does QAnon do this, Alex Jones does this a lot, too, and a lot of other conspiracy theorists out there. What they do is they make a bullshit story up, right? They say, oh, such and such is going to happen by, I don't know, April 10th. And then when April 10th comes and goes... The audience who they grabbed and had believed this shit forgets that this person made up this story that something was going to happen on April the 10th. But what the conspiracy theorists do and what QAnon does, they don't remind you of that. They move on and create a new story. So it's a continuous thing. This is a vicious cycle. That continues to just go on and on and on. So. Um, that's why I keep reminding people. Because some people want to say. That QAnon is a legit organization. And that everything that they talk about is real. So I want to remind you of their failed prophecies. Because what that does is. Uh, that puts things into perspective. Now. Um, this um, South Carolina lawmaker uh, promoted the theory on her personal Facebook page according to the report. She writes, they're legit. (laughs) (laughs) She reportedly wrote of the theory and they haven't been wrong. Now I just brought up QAnon Claiming that Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton will be locked up on December the 5th. You see? This is the reason why I bring this stuff up. You see what you see you see how it ties in? She's making the claim that they're legit and that they haven't been wrong. Well, I just told you. A failed prophecy, a recent one, as far as December the 5th. And also, um, some QAnon-ers or believers um, have claimed that Hillary Clinton is in jail. And that is another false damn story. So... Um, It says she also reportedly called a QAnon guide a gem. Has been posting about clues involving the theory. Says uh, the Hill could not independently verify the posts, which are not public. It says uh, QAnon is a broad conspiracy theory whose proponents believe um, there is a deep state plot working within the government against President Trump. Okay. Also, it says Reddit banned a QAnon community in September, saying that some posts about the theory incite violence. Because, and one of the reasons is because QAnon wants to lock up all the Democrats. <laughs> QAnon, they have this, people that are in QAnon have this fascination with locking up Democrats. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I kind of downplayed the whole Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton lockup up scenario, um, scenario back in December the 5th. Um, truthfully, um, I believe QAnon posted that over 30,000 Democrats would get jailed, they would be locked up and prosecuted. Um, they also claimed that... Um, George Bush George H W Bush um died on this on in December he died and had his funeral that day on purpose to keep Trump from locking up Obama and Clinton um they claimed that subpoenas were always indictments were hand, handed out <laughs> I can't make this shit up were handed out at George H.W. Bush's funeral when George W. Bush uh gave Michelle Obama a piece of candy they claimed that there was some kind of note <laughs> that uh supposedly uh this was a clue that they were getting ready to be locked up so QAnon has made his way back onto the Victor Morrow show. And whenever that happens, I'm all smiles because it's the funniest shit ever. Um, the greatest trolls ever is QAnon. But with all that being said, I also want to say this. Do not take this group lightly. For all you people out there that think that, oh, this is rubbish and who cares? Why do you even report on this shit? Remember this. QAnon got Donald Trump elected president. You might not want to believe that, but it's true. When I say that, I mean all these conspiracy theorists The idea of this deep state that Trump is working against, that's what got him elected.